Random and Holistic Sonic Lore Podcast. I am one of the students, Devin. I'm the other student, Morg. And I'm the teacher, Dan. Uh, this week, we're reading some Archie Sonic. Uh, but uh, before we go into that, let's go over one little piece of news. So this isn't capital N news, like, even with our week-long delays, uh, the, this is still relatively old news, but it will be relevant not long after uh, this episode goes up. So, uh, E3's coming up, uh, Gamer Christmas and all that, uh, and uh, Sega will be having a presentation. This is the first ever digital-only E3. As a reminder, last year's E3 was cancelled on account of COVID-19, and that hasn't quite... It was cancelled because of tweets that came up 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all cancelled E3. <laughs> Gamers have finally been cancelled. Everyone believe decided it. gamers should be cancelled. Uh, and... On... Yeah, tongue stuck. Uh, and now, uh, we will have a digital E3, series of E3 press conferences, uh, this year, and one of them Sega. Of course, all of the other big, usual big ones, like Microsoft, Ubisoft, uh, uh, Sony, Nintendo, they'll all be there, but this year, there's one for Sega, and... It makes sense, like, uh, like, it was a, a lot of, like, companies got in on, like, doing their own custom press conferences in lieu of E3 last year, uh, and, uh, I imagine there'll probably be stuff about Sonic, maybe some Yakuza stuff, we know that, uh, the sequel to Judgment is coming out, uh, Maybe, who knows, maybe some Persona or some Puyo Puyo. Uh, maybe even Two Point Hospital stuff. Uh, so, are you guys ready for Sonic Skyrim? Hmm. Yeah. Open world Sonic. Are you ready for um, Sonic, uh, Sonic Silk Song? I'm excited for <laughs> I'm excited for the open world survival crafting Sonic game. Uh <laughs> uh Sonic the Hedgehog Builders. Uh <laughs> Sonic weirdly, Minecraft. Yeah. Sonic Minecraft. Uh, uh Weirdly you won't play as Tails in that game, you're just playing as Sonic, he just knows how to craft stuff. Uh I mean, in some versions of Sonic, he is, like, weirdly technically smart, and he's just like, I'm gonna build things real fast. It's that really is true. when you're that fast. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Gamer Christmas out of the way. Uh, let's get into these comics. We are reading... 
the we are reading Super Sonic Special number two, Sonic and Knuckles, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog number twenty six, and the third Sonic Special based on a uh, Sonic Triple Trouble, which is a Game Gear title. Uh, that will probably go over someday. Uh, uh, I uh, I read it like out of order. Oh, same. Mm-hmm. I read twenty six last. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's fine. Uh, honestly, I, it's just going to get more confusing because I think 27, like I was skimming through it, deciding whether or not to go through it, but it does have a preview for one of the specials we have read today. Uh, so let's start off with the Sonic and Knuckles special. So. These specials are sort of divided into uh, three stories. Panic in the Sky, Fire Drill, and Lord of the Floating Island. Uh, uh, so, in Panic in the Sky, we open on the west coast of the greater continent. Uh, the backup freedom fighters are having a uh, nice day on the beach when all of a sudden the floating island starts flying overhead. Uh, uh, Everyone freaks the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, Except Tails and Sonic who just wander and like, hey, everybody, what's going on? They're like, hey, there's a floating island. Yeah, they're, and they're like, like, yeah, we know about oh, that. Oh, yeah, we we met Knuckles. That was fun. Uh, it was a classic issue of Sonic the Hedgehog, number 13. I don't uh, remember buy it. Contact your look. Incredibly, <laughs> incredibly funny that they went to this floating island and let, met Flake the last of this long thought extinct race and we're like okay well no need to tell anyone mm-hmm. uh well and then like yeah um they're still just like wait that's not supposed to be here mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like oh hey it's that island that's yeah. not supposed to be around this part so uh they get antoine to uh airlift sonic and tails over to the island uh for whatever reason, in his uh, generic gray plane. Yeah, why Antoine? I didn't know Antoine could fly. I didn't I know, know he know had Antoine this. Could do anything. <laughs> hmm. Surely they needed him to do something. Uh, yeah, I was just like, why does he uh, exist again? <laughs> just to be French. <laughs> well, you know, now we know he is the plane guy. He flies the generic gray plane. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they're flying to the island, they spot uh, metal installations, specifically big turret guns, uh, and I believe engines. Uh, Sonic and Tails drop off. They skydive into uh, the they well, they parachute down, and they're in the Mushroom Hill Zone, and. In this version of the Mushroom Hill Zone, which features uh, large white mushrooms, Brobdingnangi and Fungi, uh, the mushrooms are alive and they try to eat Sonic. No, they aren't. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, he gets knocked out. This is why. This is why in the Sonic movie, Sonic didn't want to come here. Yeah. This is. This is what's. We're going to open on the Sonic movie two, uh, and we're going to see Jim Carrey get into a big fight with uh, some of these living mushrooms. He's going to get uh, bored by some mushrooms, and we're all going to laugh. Yeah. They don't have mouths. It's be hilarious. So they would actually absorb him. Yeah, they're they're absorb they're probably just gonna him. like. Yeah, they agree to barbecue him, but uh, Sonic grabs onto one of the pulleys from uh, Mushroom Hill Zone and uses it to get above the mushrooms and jump on them to get across. I mean, that's why he then thought the mushrooms were alive was because he was hit in the head by the metal thing. Oh, yeah, he had Wild Wasteland turned on. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, he gets through the mushrooms and is attacked by the Act 1 boss of Mushroom Hill Zone. Uh, Big Chunky Man. Yeah. Yeah, Big Chungus. Uh, he's chopping trees. Sonic... Kicks him, I guess, and runs off. Uh, tail. Uh, but not long after he he starts running off, he falls down a cliff, and waiting at him at the ledge, we see those Lego knuck- shoes. Those the classic shoes. Lego sh- <laughs> <laughs> knuckles, cl- famous Lego shoes. Yeah, knuckles the um, Lego. Hmm. Oh, fuck. I... Someday we're going to have to talk about the, uh... The... The Sonic Lego Dimensions, uh, game. Oh, fuck. Uh... Where Knuckles got his shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh... I want a Sonic Lego. Yeah. Give us Sonic Lego. I, I mean, there is Sonic Lego, like, the... Lego Dimensions, like, came with an actual Sonic Lego toy. Yeah. And I think... I believe we have talked about it on the news segment, but they are going to make, like, a full set. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember... Yeah. Yeah. This um, this shadowy Knuckles is... something. Mm-hmm. Knuckles is pissed, once again. Yeah. He's always uh, mad. He just wants to chill yeah, on the island, and people are like, hey, I could use that for war. Yeah. He literally uh, is, like, stepping on Sonic's hand so that he falls. He's yeah. a douchebag. <laughs> but also, Tails is shitty and calls him Moldylocks, so I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, Tails, what the fuck? Very, very rude. Uh, the, the comics firmly established that Knuckles... Has dreadlocks. They uh, literally call them dreadlocks in another, like, in one of these because he's like, I fly yeah. with my dreadlocks. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, this is actually the comic of, like, casual racism. Because <laughs> before Sonic just, like, says, like, oh, yeah, Knuckles is, like, super weird and reclusive. You know, even for an echidna. Yeah. And it's like, hey, Sonic, um, what the shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, Tails uh, insults Knuckles for his dreadlocks and attacks him and sends Sonic and Knuckles flying down a tunnel 
into the lava reef zone. Uh, they're fighting, but then the boys are fighting. <laughs> the boys are fighting, uh, and Tails is here to stop it. Uh, pulls them out. Slurs. Mm hmm. Uh, he's going to say something really rude that hasn't been said in like 50 years. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, what is Sally teaching you? Hmm. Very concerning, Sally. I. <laughs> Sally's like, Sally's not my mom. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Tails is going to get banned on Xbox Live. <laughs> Let Tails say fuck, uh, but not, but not racial slurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sally picks up Tails from the floating island principal office because he said a slur. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they realize that the island's in the wrong place. They like show knuckles yeah. that like the stars are wrong, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, dude, you're floating above Not Hill." Yeah, and <laughs> hey, the stars are wrong. Yeah, bro, I know the zoot shoot. Um, yes, the zoot shoot. Uh, so knuckles <sighs> realizing the error of his ways. Knows he needs to take them directly to the chaos cham- chamber where the island's emerald is held, and to do that, he presses a button, uh, and it opens a big door that's labeled as the Zoot Shoot, because this is hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, and they go down this slide through the Zoot Shoot, and. They end up in the Chaos Chamber, which is, well, I guess this is the point where I have to say a problem these comics have had and may always have is with, in regards to adaptations, they usually get a very limited amount of information, but are told to make an adaptation anyways. Uh, So they just sort of have to make shit up. Yeah, like they uh, used tr- a Chaos Emerald instead of the Master Emerald. Yeah, it's... And also that's... It's just any random one. Mm-hmm. It's also worth pointing out like how Chaos Emeralds are in this continuity, which is there's an, it, there is an unknown number of them. They're relatively rare, but... But uh, they just aren't limited to like seven, and they're all green. Uh... So, uh, they're in the Chaos Chamber, and there's this machine siphoning energy from the Emerald in there. Uh, so, uh, Knuckles tries to, like, knock it out, but he gets electrocuted instead. And Sonic and Tails are met with the floating head of Dr. Robotnik... And Sonic says a weirdly grim line, which is, I always wanted someone to bring me your head, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> I I do love when conic, comics, Sonic, sorry, words are bad, but just gets weirdly violent out of nowhere. Yeah. Just kind of like out of nowhere. Man, I would love to kill man. I'm like, Sonic, you can yeah. do it at any time. You have been, like, beating him left and right every single time. You could do it. 
Sonic, why don't you just kill him? <laughs> Sonic, take matters into your own hands. Just fucking kill him. Uh, uh, so, uh, demand, Sonic demands answers, and Robotnik provides. For, he has spent hundreds of hours, uh, converting the underside of, uh, the floating island into a fortress, complete with engines, guns, and an underground control room. Uh, which he's in right now. With absolutely nobody noticing. Yeah. Nobody noticed this happening. Uh, yeah, because there's like multiple living beings on this island, we find oh, out yeah. later. It's you would not think just like, Knuckles. Yeah, you would think like drilling into this whole like island fortress place would like cause some earthquakes, some loud banging. Like, you know, any obvious signs of like mass changes into an ecosystem. He just went into the build menu and put them in. Uh, he turned all his stuff on silent. Uh, and so Robotnik's plan is to uh, take this now mobile floating island and send it above uh, Not Whole Village where he will fire on it with lasers and other weapons shock cannons as he describes them uh and just destroy the place uh and knuckles seeing what has gone wrong decides that the best solution is to take the emerald and smash it into tiny pieces uh, sending the island plummeting. Damn, just like Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. Uh, there are... Knuckles says, I guess we'll all die. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, yeah, and Robotnik's like, oh, great, you did the work for me. We're like eight miles above this, above Knothole. We have like seconds, maybe minutes at most. So he sends himself... Hey, a quick question. Yeah. Sorry, this is might be something that's been answered already. Isn't Robotnik not supposed to know where Knothole is? Yeah, I don't know. Isn't, like, the whole thing that he's not supposed to know where it is, which is why he can't, like, take out the Rebels? Yeah. I think... Yeah. I think he doesn't... I thought it was... Oh, yeah, they're, like, a, it's, like, above ground here, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, like... He, like, I thought the story was always, like, he knew it was in the forest, but he didn't know, like, where... So he was just, like, unable to take it out. I thought that yeah. was why he was, like, okay at first with it, like, just falling. Sorry. Hmm. Because, um, hmm. it would just, like, fall and, like, still hurt people and, like, still take out right. not whole even if he doesn't know where it is. But, like, it's just literally, like, in the trees here. Yeah. Uh, like... Yeah, so Robotnik, you can show up here at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this does not occur to Robotnik, and it will not occur to him for quite some time. Uh, he likes the game. He doesn't want to end it too soon. Yeah. You, uh, that is true. Uh, he flies off, but then Knuckles reveals a second emerald and puts it in the place of the old one. And stops the island just before it's about to hit uh, the surface. 
Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I, before he said like, oh, we learned later that the one that was sitting on the dais, the like altar, whatever, mm-hmm. was fake. But I just love the idea that he has multiple like actual chaos emeralds that he just keeps in a closet somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, it was real. Like he's just like it this- was real, and he swapped it out. <laughs> yeah. But before I learned that, I thought he was just pulling, like, the Spongebob Squidward, like, alarm clock trick and just having, like, multiple <laughs> copies. He's like, Sonic, these things are useless. I can break tons of them. He just, yeah. like, has a closet mm. full of emeralds. <laughs> it's mm. my closet full of chaos emeralds. You never know when you're gonna need more. Uh, <laughs> They're everywhere, my guy. Yeah, and then after all that, uh, before Sonic and Tails leave... Knuckles explains that he swapped them. He swapped it out with a fake one using the power of misdirection. Uh, well, I assume he just did this while Robotnik was explaining his plan. I don't know. He said, "Look over there." Hmm. He said, "It's Sonic." Right. Uh, so Sonic and Tails leave. Uh, he re- they reunite with the Freedom Fighters and. Just sort of establish that uh, Knuckles probably won't join the Freedom Fighters, but he's just sort of his own thing. He might be useful in the future, I don't know. Uh, And we get this, like, closing panel of, like, the floating island with this sort of, like, traced outline of Knuckles. And it does make him look like he's dead. He's also drawn in a completely different style. He's dead. That's what it means. Yeah. Knuckles died. <laughs> Knuckles died and we'll remember him forever. Knuckles uh, died for our sins. Right. Yeah, red line. Uh, died in so, the line of duty. <laughs> thin red line. Um, so, our next story in this special is Fire Drill. And uh, we open with Knuckles on his island. He hears an explosion, and he glides over to it. Uh, There's a crater in the ground, and footprints coming from it. Uh, And this whole time, he's just talking to himself like, Oh, I'm gonna get this guy. This fucker. I bet it's fucking Sonic. Yeah. He's, like, making funny quips to himself the whole time. He's just like, aw, oh, any dummy could follow fucking footprints. They think I'm dumb. Yeah, uh... And so, while continuing to narrate for us, he, uh, continues searching. Uh, the footprints lead nowhere, but then he checks a temple. And when he's in the temple, rocks fall from the sky... Uh, and nearly crush him to death, but he's okay. Uh, uh, continuing to narrate, he looks around some more, dodges some traps, uh, smashes through a- smashes through a wall, uh, and he finds more tracks, follows those, and they lead off to the edge of the island, so- we we just don't know what happened. Uh, they could be anywhere. Yeah. This was your first. Oh, he also. T- 
He also talks to himself about how his father taught him everything he knows about the island. We don't know where his dad is, for it's implied he might have passed away or something. Uh, his dad is the Chaos Emerald. His dad's the we creep will... in the bushes. Yeah. Uh, the... You know what? It probably is. Yeah, there's this mysterious figure in the bushes thinking to himself that this was your first lesson, Knuckles. You have a lot to learn. I'm going to keep messing with you. And You have a lot to learn, Knuckles the Echidna. And the actual narrator uh, lets us know that we can, we'll find out more in upcoming issues. Uh, then we get the third story. Uh, Sonic's friendly nemesis Knuckles in Lord of the Floating Island. Uh, and we learn this one gives us some world building about the island. Uh, Knuckles there's, is flying around. There's other animals uh, but, here. Yeah. Uh, the winds are going out of control, but he sees a baby kangaroo uh, running around, and he goes to talk to him. Uh, this little kid wants to see his mom. Uh, he knows who Knuckles is because everyone on the island knows who Knuckles is, and there isn't everyone on the island and not just Knuckles. Uh... Uh, Knuckles teaches this child about what a solar eclipse is, uh, how normally it's, the island is, just has, like, a stiff breeze, or, not a stiff breeze, a gentle breeze, mild breeze, you know what I'm saying, uh, yeah, yeah, and, uh, he then, they then have to, like, run off somewhere because... There's a bunch of panicked dingoes running by. And this is the first mention of the dingoes. Uh, I love right now... This. I love this herd of dingoes, because they are, like, people, and they have, like, bags on them and stuff. Yeah, they're just a bunch of dudes, but Knuckles seems to treat them like a horde of, like, stampeding animals. Uh, this has, like, the same energy as, like... In something like Digimon, when they're like, oh, yeah, there's, like, this stampeding group of Digimon, and you're like, oh, they're mindless animals, but then they just start talking as they're running by, and you're like, oh, these are people mm -hmm. who can speak. I mean, yeah. to be fair- So we're all just being like- To be yeah. fair, humans stampede, too, like- Oh. That is true. Yeah, they're- They're- The event of- Ah, let me phrase that better. Uh- Humans famously tend to stampede in uh, panic, confusion, and rapid acts of capitalism. Damn, uh, damn, it's true. Yes. <laughs> kind of like Black Friday. Uh, yeah. Humans are the worst. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, after the stampede of dudes passes by, uh, Knuckles... Uh, Tells the kid about Sonic and Robotnik, how they're a threat to the island. And soon, the eclipse passes, the winds go to normal, and everything's okay. Uh, the kid reunites with his mother. Uh, 
a larger kangaroo. And the issue ends with Knuckles saying, This is my island, and I live to protect and serve. Thin red line. Yeah. He is the thin red line. Oh my god. A-K-A-B. A-Cab. Yeah. All Knuckles are bastards. Um... Damn, it's true. I do love how in this issue that Knuckles took the time with this small child while a solar eclipse was going on to be like, hey kid, you know about Sonic? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Damn, you know Sonic? It's like... Fuck him. Get him <laughs> hey, off the side. You know about... Hey, here's a picture of this blue hedgehog. If you see him, tell him fuck you. Hmm. Uh... And... Now let's quickly go over issue 26. It's a comedic filler issue. Uh, the first story, way, way past cool, is just about, uh, Robotnik builds a weather machine. Uh, the whole area is snowing. He's gonna freeze out the Freedom Fighters. Uh, uh, while, uh, Sonic and the Freedom Fighters are just sort of like, slowly freezing to death, but are rescued by a group of Arctic Mobians who came up here after Robotnik threatened the planet some more. Maybe he's melting the ice caps or something. I don't know. Uh. He just moved yeah. the snow um, and they, they were, like, They said they were, it. like, trying to visit some friends, but then they got stuck there when, like, his terror... Um, yeah, oh, right, when he started making things cold. And so, uh, well, just in general, his reign of terror, because they just seem to be, like, oh, right. underground. So the thing is that they can control their environment somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, so they made, yeah. like, an arctic zone for themselves, but they also made, like, a warm place. So that, like, so probably just so they could take, like, a vacation from the cold, because they still, like, need the cold, because they're, like... A polar bear and a penguin and shit like that. An arctic, yeah. Arctic fox uh, or whatever. Yeah. Do you think this is where Sonic got his cool outfit from? Hmm. You know, when he hides as like a penguin? You know? Maybe. That's across another continuity, this, but I penguin. believe it. He saw this penguin and was like, you know what? That's a good Oh, one. I forgot that was mm-hmm. Sonic the comic and not this comic. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna happen I like to pretend that they're all the exact same. Well, <laughs> separate timelines. Uh, so, uh, the the Arctic Mobians offer to uh, teach Sonic and the Freedom Fighters about uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, cold weather training and stuff. Just teaching them how to survive in cold environments. Uh. And so, a week later, uh, it's still snowing, and the Freedom Fighters strike back. Can we talk uh, about how um, Sonic, how most of them, like, don't, still don't have pants on, or, like, oh, anything, yeah. except, like, Tails and Antoine have, like, coats, but no one else has a coat. Yeah, the rest just have, like, Earmuffs, hats, scarves, stuff like that. Yeah, they're the smart ones. You, you gotta wear a scarf if you want to, so you don't catch cold. Uh, 
And that's it. You wear your scarf and nothing else. Uh, yeah, they have hair. Yeah. They got fur. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, uh, let's see. They get blasted with ice. Yeah, they uh, go through all this cold weather training, and then they immediately get captured. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully, the Arctic free the Arctic Mobians are here to save them. Uh, uh, they they're able to save them. Uh, and then they launch Sonic, still encased in an ice cube, over to uh the weather machine tower. Uh. He crashes into Robotnik, destroying the ice cube, and then he spin spin dashes up to the antenna of the weather tower and declares that the Cold War is over, ending the decades-long conflict between the United States and the USSR. Uh, Thank you, you for your son. Mr. Mr. Robotnik, tear down this wall. Uh, Dang, there is a wall that he tears down in the next one. Huh. Yeah. Right? Uh finally, communism is dead. We can all Yeah. Uh bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> so, uh the Ar- the Arctic Mobians just drive away and uh, Sonic makes a joke. The end. Uh, we get some wonderful fan art from children in this next page. Yes! Uh, I love this, like... It's so good! I love yeah. this dinosaur. I love the evil so- robot Sonic. And the weird tentacle guy that I forget the name of. That's, uh, Eve. That's, like, their friend. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Eve uh, again. Yeah, these are all, like, from one-off issues, and I appreciate the presence. Uh, then we get our second story for the issue, Fortified. Uh, Sonic and the Freedom Fighters are running from Dr. Robotnik. Sonic's sprained his ankle. He can't run. Uh, but they find out... Well... They find something, but first we have to get, we have to see Dr. Robotnik's bus with tank treads and a big sharp mouth. Big bot uh, bus, and it says, ride Robotnik's bot robot bus. and leave the driving mm-hmm. to me, besides you're only going to where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they get to the... They're, Robotnik's just driving around in this... Well, Robotnik's not driving the bus. He's just ordering Snively around to drive it. Uh, Snively's in a little bus driver outfit. But, meanwhile... Hey, why does Robotnik yeah? care more about public transportation than the U.S. government? I mean... <laughs> you have a point. I don't think... I don't think... Joseph R. Biden is ever going to uh, personally uh, direct anyone who's in a train. Well, is maybe he ever going to give us the Biden bus? <laughs> well, he does like trains. We may... Well, we know for a fact that Joe Biden 
uh, loves riding trains with Ro- Barack Obama to solve mysteries. Fuck, and with I Pete Buttigieg. About- no! <laughs> Stop it! I forgot that comic exists. No. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, with Pete Buttigieg, he's he's loves playing the board game Ticket to Ride, so he'll uh, drive the train and they'll solve mysteries together. It's wonderful. Uh, Damn, he has the uh, stand Ticket to Ride? Yeah. <laughs> he does he does in fact play ticket to ride uh i don't so <laughs> yeah uh you thinking about that thinking, comic well of, no i'm also thinking Obama. about biden as a stand user now and it's bad oh uh. <laughs> well his, i mean his stand is just his racist dog that likes to bite people <laughs> yeah like we do know that Joe Biden, like any good JoJo villain, villain, hates dogs and wants to destroy them at any opportunity. Joe Biden. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Joe Biden. That's why he made that fucking Twitter page. Mm-hmm. God. Uh, but anyways, the Freedom Fighters, they found a an old fort... Presumably built centuries ago by uh, Sally's ancestors. I don't know. That's what they assume. Uh, yeah, just vague bullshit. It's like, yeah, we found this. Yeah. Cool. We just have this random square fort in the middle of the forest. That I yeah. love that the, f- the fortress is kind of nothing because they're like, oh, Robotnik's going to turn this into fucking... Um, splinters. We gotta figure out something else to stop him. Yeah. They... Yeah, oh god, Robotnik has a bus. Mm. Cause, um, they're like, oh no, um, Sonic can't run away from Robotnik. And I'm just mm. like, neither can the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like... It's not like he can carry them all. I I don't think he can do that. He may be able to run fast, but I don't think he can do that. Uh, so they they find like some scrap and a fully intact uh uh what's the word I'm looking for smithy. Uh, they find a smithy. They find a smithy, so, and they find like a cannonball thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Uh, my brain's not working. I don't remember the name. Yeah, cannon. I mean, yeah, I guess just, they're yeah. just called cannons because the balls go in the cannons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they fortify down. Uh, Robotnik finds the fort, smashes through it, and wouldn't you know it, they've uh figured out the perfect defense. They've taken the various bits of scrap and. Uh, forged to, forged in fire a a uh, suit of armor for Bunny to fight them to fight Robotnik in. Uh, yeah, what the fuck? It's literally just Bunny fighting is... them, but like with yeah. some metal protection, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Why is there any issue in this universe when it appears that Bunny can apparently just like beat anybody? Like, she's so strong. She is very strong. Uh, she's so strong. She never has trouble with anything. Yeah, like, when you think about it, like, the Freedom Fighters are 
mostly powerless except for Sonic and Bunny, who is a fucking cyborg. She should be allowed to do things more often. Um, Sonic, carry Bunny and have her just, like, punch things in your way. Yeah, do a fucking... Uh, do a... F- what's the word I'm looking for? Do a fucking fastball special with Bunny. That would yeah. rule. Uh, or vice versa. Or, wait, yeah, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so... Bunny easily takes out the SWAT bots that were on the bus. Uh... And then the the bot bus heads for Bunny, and we find out a new power she has, which is Extendo Legs. She uses her Extendo Legs to uh, dodge the bot bus and send it, sending it flying through the walls of the fort and careening down a hill. Yeah, this um, isn't even anything to do. Go gadget over this here. This isn't even anything to do with the armor. She can just do this with her legs because her legs yeah. were like. Like, they even had yeah. the idea of making her all, like, armored up because she was like, damn, I wish you were all yeah. robotic, kind of, but not, like, mm-hmm. in a bad way. Like, good mm-hmm. robots. <laughs> right. Uh, she just means she wishes they were strong like I was, but. Yeah. Uh, We get a quick off-panel, which I think I've mentioned it before, but off-panels are just, like, these not very funny comics where the staff writes about their in-jokes. Uh, and we get a little preview of issues to come. So, of course, next, what we'll be talking about next, uh, the uh, Sonic and the Sonic Triple Triple special. Uh, and then there'll be uh, some stories featuring Knuckles and Tails. And which will lead into some mini series, uh, a a three issue mini series about Tails, and a three issue mini series about Knuckles the Akinda, uh, written and penciled by Ken Penders. Mm. Uh, it, it'll be great. Uh, you love to see it. Yeah. Do you know what else was written by Ken Penders? Hmm. The first mm. contact one in the Triple Trouble. Yeah. Oh, good. That's great to know. The script uh, and penciling uh-huh. is by Ken Penders. Great. I mean, he did some uh, of the other stuff, too, but, like, that one specifically, I'm like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I see. Yeah. We are... We did... We are getting hints at Ken Penders' great plans for Knuckles, uh, which... I should note, are all ideas he wanted to do for either with Sonic or in his own comic that that never got picked up. Eh, but, yeah. Uh, the reason Ken Penders is associated with Knuckles so much is because uh, Sega let him get away with, like, doing stuff with Knuckles that he couldn't do with Sonic. And also, Ken Penders had, like, ideas for comics before this that just didn't get picked up. Uh, his lofty ambitions keep getting shot down by mm-hmm. Sega. Uh, release the Penders cut. Mm. Uh, you know, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know. God, he he really did at some point say, 
Well, he did actually once many... I Actually, we talked about this in the movie episode. He once did propose an idea for a Sonic movie that got rejected. Uh, so... Uh, he did. Yeah. Uh, so... With that in mind, let's talk about Sonic the Hedgehog Triple Trouble. Uh... So, as mentioned before, this is based on a Game Gear game. Uh, it's... It... Uh... It's... Of the, like, Game Gear titles, it's probably one of the more notable ones. Just because, like, it wasn't based on a pre-existing game. Had, like, its own set of, like, stages and, uh, scenarios. Had it had its own character, Knack the Weasel, who... As... Who just never shows up in anything outside of, like, some classic spin-off titles... But, in this comic, is one of the long-running villains. Oh. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he... I would say one of the big reasons is they it allows the writers to have a villain who isn't Robotnik. Uh, and, like, he's sort of like a mercenary, a tweener. Uh, well, not a tweener, but... He's just like this mercenary. Sometimes he'll take work for like one villain or another, or he'll do his own thing. Uh, I do love his ingenious plan of getting to the the emerald. This comes later, yeah. but like he's just kind of like, yeah, I'll just follow Sonic. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just stick right behind him. Mm-hmm. So we open with Doctor Robotnik in possession of a Chaos Emerald. And he's going to use it to power a mega engine, which will pollute the globe in just a few days. But yeah, the crab meat. Yeah, that's the goal he's, of it. Yeah, he it's, says I'm gonna give everyone asthma. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is literally just to pollute the world. The Sonic it is not powering any device. Inhaler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, the crab meat robot that he was using to assist in this, uh, set the, put the settings wrong, and instead of powering a mega engine, it created a giant explosion and split into two. Yeah, he set the Uh, prongs wrong, and I don't know what that's supposed to do. Hmm. Yeah, they... I guess, from what I can tell, they just mean, like, the three prongs that are, like, sticking out where he puts the, uh, the emerald. At least that's what I think it is. Um, uh, so, he calls up a mercenary. He needs the best he can get. Uh, and meanwhile, Sonic and Tails, they're together. Sonic's... Eating some chili dogs, as he's known, as he loves to do, uh, and uh, the Freedom Fighters need him for something. Uh, Rotor has detected the energy signature of a Chaos Emerald in the area, so they need Sonic to go get it. Uh, it's also opened up some new zones. Uh, 
Which just means an entire set of levels for a Sonic game. They, like, watch it open. Yeah. Uh, I love the implication that they can just sit there and be like, oh, wow, it's opening a pocket dimension for us. Mm-hmm. Just for me. Yeah. And uh, following behind Sonic is, as mentioned before, Knack the Weasel. But let's shift to another scene. Knuckles is chilling on his island when suddenly the sky turns green as a Chaos Emerald crashes into Mount Oh-So-High, which is... A mountain that is so high that nobody has ever been able to climb it. I did not realize it was oh so high. Yeah. I... How high is it? How high can you get? Uh... Uh... Yeah. Uh... Knuckles... Is just gonna sort of glide there. Using his dreadlocks. Yeah, he explains how his gliding works. And I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'd prefer if they just left it at the fact that he could just glide because he's on a floating island and that's just something you do mm -hmm. and not like, ah, my hair turns into many wings and lets me glide. Yeah. And he, like, works Uh, up ahead of steam. Yeah. I I guess that just means, like, running start. Thank you, Um, Ken Penders. Yeah. I don't know if that Uh, misses him. I think that's the third one. (laughs) Oh. Right. Thank you, whoever did this. Yeah, this one's a much more goofy, way too goofy for Pender's style. Um, so Knuckles collides with uh, the mountain. He gets to the emerald, but then the mountain starts vibrating, presumably because of the Chaos Emerald. And Knuckles gets hit in the head with a rock and gets knocked out. And then he falls to his death. Yeah. He has died again. Uh, Goodbye, Knuckles. Yeah. uh, Sonic arrives at Triple Trouble, which appears to just be a big, like, weird booth with some holes in it that he can just climb inside to go to the zones. Uh, And you go. Yeah. Yeah, there's. It says in you go. Welcome to Triple Trouble. Uh. So. Sonic's only. Yeah. Knock. Er. Knack. Knack. Uh. Uh. Calls into Robotnik. He's got his communicator watch. Uh. He puts Robotnik on mute. Uh. And. Decides he's just gonna sort of wait until Sonic gets here. Uh gets out with the emerald uh he's got a sort of he's got a sky sled that's what he calls his air bike which is a thing in the game it doesn't look quite how it is it looks more like how it does in the cover we're gonna see this thing this it says this will come in it says sky cycle oh sky cycle i must have misread it okay so we then get a two-page uh, spread of Sonic running through all the zones. Love this. Yeah. I would have loved this as a kid, yeah. just opening up and, like, imagining Sonic running through all the levels. 
Just uh, a typical Tuesday for Sonic. Yeah. And from what I know, these are all actual zones from the game. Uh, using the sort of general assets of that of the levels. This actually is kind of like a recurring thing in later on. Like, I know a bunch of stuff... Very often, Ian Flynn will, like, do a little montage sequence of them traveling through zones to get to a destination. It'll be, like, three or four, like, long panels of the characters running through different levels. It's neat. Uh, I would just like to talk about a few of these mm -hmm. panels. Um, the Metal Jusura Zone? I can't. See what uh, the word is, I but I just like yeah. how Met yeah, Metal Jingura. Say it. I think it is Jingura. Yeah. Okay. He like Sonic has that like typical Sonic like little smirk through all of it, and just in this zone, he's like bouncing everywhere, and he just has like a look of confusion of why he's just bouncing everywhere, and it's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the final zone, he does beat an Eggman. Yeah. So is yeah. this implying that there's, like, a prime universe Eggman and the zones just create their own <laughs> version each time? Or, like, mm. did Eggman get thrown into this I realm? Think Egg I think Eggman just ends up here. Uh, He's just, like, compelled to come here whenever Sonic goes into a zone. Mm -hmm. I like the implications of just Eggman minding his own business, and then, like, a zone is created, and he's like, oh, guess I just have to teleport there. Mm -hmm. Completely unrelated uh, to whatever else he's doing. Right. Uh, so, Sonic beats the game. He gets to the Emerald. And then, as he grabs the Emerald, Knack blasts him. He, he gets fucking shot by Knack the Weasel with a laser gun. Uh, and we end... Chapter two of three of this uh, big adventure. Uh, transition, part three. Uh, a kidnapped. Uh, <laughs> Knack has the emerald half. Stupid. He's got Sonic tied up. Uh, Robotnik wants Son wants him to bring Sonic to him so he can mount his head on on a wall. Uh, I'm concerned. Pretty gruesome. Uh, yeah. I love how he's just kind of like on the phone, like, okay, bring him here. I'm hanging up the sign. Mm -hmm. Already found a perfect place for it right next to my TV. Yep, right above the garbage can. Uh, Filled with what I uh, assume is cans of oil that he's drinking. Yeah, it seems to suggest that Robotnik drinks oil. It's not really clear whether he's full robot or cyborg, oh, or he's just wearing oil. a costume. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Because the garbage can, it's, like, more orange. Like, the ones on the ground look yeah. like oil, but the... Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's just dipped in nacho cheese. Yeah. He's just drinking cans of nacho cheese, I guess. His diet is oil and nacho oil cheese. Oil mixed with nacho cheese. <laughs> As we know, a true diet. Eggman hearts oil. Uh, true. Yeah. Uh, so he tells Robon. He tells Knack to uh, go to get the other half of the emerald. 
uh, and to bring Sonic with him. Uh, so he goes off and does that. Uh, meanwhile, Knuckles wakes up in a mysterious cave, uh, and he's on a table, and the ancient walkers are here. Uh, I don't remember the full deal with them. I guess they're like ancient gods or something. In a... I don't like looking Yeah, at they them. are dinosaurs in stereotypical tribal masks. Yeah, I like the fact uh, that they're dinosaurs. I think that's kind of funny. But, like, not into it, the masks. I mean, yeah. it kind of goes with the whole, like, Knuckles tribe thing, I guess. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah, I'll just... You see, the thing about Knuckles is that he's from a tribe, but he wears Lego shoes. So there's no, like... Like tribalism yeah. look to it, other than them just being like, "Yeah, he's from the Echidna clan." Yeah, true. But, like, yeah. This is just them being like, "Oh, tribal? They should all get funny masks." Yeah, yeah. The ancient walkers. It's like, come on, man. Just come on. Event. Eventually, we're going to like learn more about Knuckles's people, Don't and they game. are not very. Yeah. They they're not going because this is a pre-adventure world. The direction Ken Penders goes with the Echidnas is significantly less tribal than this. Uh, okay. That's actually yeah. kind of surprising. I don't know why, yeah. but like, I thought he would go more tribal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, please move away from whatever this yeah. is. So, the Ancient Walkers, they create a series of uh, cave paintings and Knuckles interprets based on them. Uh... What he learns is uh, the the Emerald Half crashed into the island and it is actually heading towards the Emerald in the big chaos chamber. But if they collide, it'll create a big uh, nuclear explosion that will destroy the entire island. So Knuckles has to keep them from touching. Uh, they give him like a bowl of, I guess, smelling salts? I was and like, my dude's on an ayahuasca trip or some shit. Like, I don't yeah. know. No, it's probably smelling salt. Which then has him teleport. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, yeah, it's the scent. It's potion of teleport. Uh, he ends up back in the, in, in the mortal plane. He sees Knack and he immediately knocks him out. Just fucking decks him in the face. Oh, Nichols, uh, I love your punch first X questions later <laughs> attitude. Mm-hmm. Anyone who uh, sees, he just fucking obliterates. Yeah, uh... The sea... Uh, the, like, sky cycle lands in a lake, and Sonic comes to, and miraculously, he is able to spin Dash out of his ropes and to the surface. Of course... His immediate reaction upon seeing Knuckles is to get into a fight with him. And this goes on for a couple... I love the dialogue mm -hmm. to set yeah. this off. Of Knuckles being like, Sonic the Hedgehog, what are you doing here? Don't tell me you're behind this. And Sonic just being like, speaking of behind Knuckles, I'm about to kick yours. Yeah. Sonic is all in on kicking Knuckles' ass on site. Yeah. It is fucking on site with them. Uh... Then they 
I love how they're just kind of like every time they're done, they're like, okay, so we're friends now, right? We're not going to fight next time we meet. And then every single time they're like, okay, I hate you, actually. They're closer than brothers, and now they have to fight each other. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, hold on a second. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. Uh, anyways. They spend a couple pages beating the shit out of each other. And eventually they are stopped when they notice uh, Nack's wrist communicator going live as Robotnik tries to contact Nack. Uh, their solution is to weaken Dad Bernie's style, make it look like Nack is nodding his head in agreement with whatever Robotnik is saying. And... Now that they know what's Robotnik going... on, does not notice the echidna-sized person standing directly behind Knack. Yeah. It's... It's fine. Uh... So... Sonic and Knuckles are teaming up again. They... Take a quick, like... They take a decidedly non-zoot shoot to the Chaos Chamber. Yeah! Uh, How many shoots are there, dude? Uh, I... I imagine it's like a fast travel system, and whenever they're at a, any sh- particular, like, shoot waypoint, it opens up into the chaos chamber. Uh, one of them is the zoot shoot, but there's also the tree shoot, as they use here. Uh, they get to the chaos chamber, and they reach just in time for the other emerald half to show up, and... Being in the presence of its other half, uh, the Emerald Half's fuse. It, it like, spits out green fire. Uh, and then, they're back on the surface. And the Emerald's gone. Uh, they don't know what's going on, but... Uh, Sonic decides he's just gonna go home. Uh, he's gonna take Knack with him. Uh, he's gonna ride Nax like Sky Cycle. And that's the end of this story. Or is it? Or is it? Epilogue. Uh, the Ancient Walkers are... have drawn a circle in the sand in their plane. Uh, and they look skyward. The Emerald is here. It lands in the circle. And... It's mysterious. An age-old prophecy is fulfilled, and the cycle begins anew. I can only assume... My initial assumption, based on what's going on, is that, like... Maybe they're, like... Maybe they sent... This is the emerald that powers the island, and they've... They're they're somewhere in, like, the ancient past or something. That's my guess, at least. Wouldn't it be funny if there was the emerald that wiped out the dinosaurs? It it turns out it's the fucking rock from the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yo. Uh, <laughs> the cycle is the uh, transition between Sonic and Mario forever. Yeah. It turns out that uh the universe goes natural through natural cycles of Sonic and Mario uh o- over and over again. Perfectly uh, balanced as all things should be. Mm-hmm. Yin and yang. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we 
get our second story for this uh, issue, which is Tales and a Solo Story, Submersible Rehearsal. Uh, Rotor has completed the construction of the Sea Fox, which is a small submarine that Tails can ride. Uh, it's got a drill on it. Uh, it's very small. But, uh, what Rotor reveals is there's no oil in it, so it can't actually do anything. This is just for Tails to sit in and ride and pretend he's piloting a submarine. It's a functional submarine, it's just Tails is too young to pilot it. It's like those quarter things. Mm-hmm. It's a fu- <laughs> It's a rocket ship. Tails just... Tails uh, puts in a quarter and it rocks back and forth. Uh, but yeah, Tails is mad. He's you can't fly an actual, you can't ride a submarine. Uh, but wouldn't you know it? A seagull covered in oil uh, comes into contact with the sea fox. Oh, it's also worth noting the sea fox is like. From games. It's from two things. It's from Triple Trouble. Uh, in Triple Trouble, you can play a Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles. And Tails has sections where he gets to, like, pilot this. I assume that's the and triple. A- yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is uh, in Tails Adventure, which is a uh, another Game Gear game that is very different... It's like a puzzle platformer Metroidvania where you play as Tails. Uh, Yeah. We'll probably talk about that someday. Uh, But in the meantime, uh, Tails pulls this oil-coated seagull to the docks. And he explains the situation. Uh, Robotnik's... Got a new undersea henchman building a... Rebuilding a, uh... Underwater robot maker. Underwater robot factory. That I guess was in a very early issue and I forgot about. Yeah, I was like, I'm forgetting everything. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, there's a lot of comics to go, so that's not a great sign, but like, whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, this guy, this henchman, is eight times worse than uh, the last one, and he's grabbing innocent creatures. Uh, who knows what he looks like? Um, they, but Tails comes up with an ingenious idea, which is to drain all the oil from the seagull. And use it to power the sea fox. I thought they were going to uh, this... show, like, him ringing out the seagull cartoon. Yeah, does he just ring out this bird? I guess. I guess. Like, it, it's not really shown. We can only assume he rang it out like a towel. <laughs> into the oil receptor or whatever. Uh, so, Tails goes to the robot factory and uh at the robot factory is octobot uh who is a big octopus with a skull head get it that eight times worse yeah 
Get it? Yeah. Oh, get it. that's what that means. Yeah. It's uh, clever. Get it. <laughs> it's very funny. Sorry. <laughs> I am I am laughing. Yeah. Uh so he just sort of dri- drills into Octobot, easily defeats him, and then launches a missile at the uh robot factory, blowing it up instantly. Why did Rotor install missiles on this thing that is ostensibly for a child? Oh, you know. Oh, well... Protection. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, all the Freedom Fighters are technically child soldiers. Okay, but but Tails is, like, what, four in this, like, universe? He's, like, eight at most. At most. He acts like he's four. Yeah, he acts like he's four. Um... Uh, but... Rotor's yeah. like, I will not give you oil to turn this thing on, but I will install anti-aircraft missiles in it. Just in case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just C-to-C missiles. Uh... Uh, so... They blow up the base. Tails escapes. Octobot... Uh, says, I'll get you next time. And... Tails uh, meets back up with the gull, who says he's got a date and he doesn't want to keep his girlfriend waiting. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba, the end. You ever feel like a comic was written just for yeah. one singular joke? Yeah. Uh, ha 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 are- ha. Sorry for the delayed laughter. Like someone said this in the writer room and said, okay, we're going to storyboard right now. Yeah. Uh, so, our last story for today, it's Sonic, Sonic's nemesis Knuckles in First Contact, uh, which, of course, written by Ken Penders, and this- Knuckles trips out again. Mm-hmm. We- Ken Penders likes Knuckles high. Yeah. Uh, Ken Penders, uh, read about payout on- Wikipedia. Uh, so I do like Knuckles, to see Vector, we open, though. Yeah, we open this issue with uh, Knuckles saving Vector from falling into a pit of lava. This is actually the first time we've seen Vector, not only in the comics, but I think in this podcast. I I believe so. I yes. believe so. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Vector. Here's the thing about the weird way Vector is designed in this. Why does it mm-hmm. look like his, like, chest and, like, outer part are, like, a suit? Oh, it does. Huh. Like, yeah. His That's... arms go into holes. Yeah, that is weird. And it's not like, oh, at one angle it looks weird. No, it's every single angle. Yeah, I'm. let me look up Vector and Knuckles Chaotix, because he might just look like that. Okay. Yeah, he just looks like that. Is Vector like, not it's like it's sort of like these big it's like these big ridged shoulders. Uh definitely the way it's drawn, you could definitely like make it into that. Uh and like I'm looking at his modern design. He's got like weird cuffs for just his shoulders. I guess I never really registered uh, it. Yeah. Vector's a crocodile. I never noticed this before. Vector's a crocodile in case you don't know. Yeah, he's a crocodile. 
he wears a pair of headphones and carries a Walkman. He's cool. Uh, yeah, he's real cool. I just like I was like, is he just wearing like an outfit? Is he it's a crocodile? Just a crocodile. <laughs> it's just a he's... crocodile suit. Oh no. He just has a fursuit. <laughs> mm. What if he's a crocodile uh, underneath a fursuit too though? But he's just like skinny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just looks like an actual uh real life crocodile yeah. underneath. Like this there. is like his big buff suit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so uh after saving Vector's life, uh, Knuckles feels off. His dreadlocks are twitching. I hate that so much. Uh, <laughs> Stop it. He smells smoke. Uh, he investigates, and he finds a rock with the name Archimedes written on it, and an arrow. Uh, so, uh, Knuckles searches for Archimedes. Uh, while looking for Archimedes, he runs into Cat Weasel, who is a cockatoo. I, I, I know, I don't remember if Cat Weasel ever does anything important, and certainly not here, where uh, Cat Weasel just says, "No, I didn't see this Archimedes person. Goodbye." Uh, it's, it's a weird. Yeah, they treat it like Cat Weasel has like a long history with Knuckles that I'm supposed to know about. Oh, and I should. We yeah. should also note. Cat Weasel is just a bird. Like, not even, like, an anthro bird. Just a bird that can talk. Yeah. Uh, They really just let Ken Penders do whatever he wanted. Yeah. Uh, so... Knuckles continues on his journey. Uh... Uh, and he gets shot with some fire... Because as it turns out, the mini-boss from uh, Angel Island Zone Act 1 is here, setting things on fire. Uh, Knuckles just sort of throws, like, mud at it, and it blows up. <laughs> That's all I, I can tell. like, a flaming rock at it. Yeah. Like, I thought it set a rock on fire, and he just threw it at it. Yeah, I guess maybe that's what it is? I don't know. I guess Knuckles can just throw things really hard. He's super uh, strong. Yeah, he is super strong. We know this. Uh, then he, then we fight uh, the fucking mini-boss from Mushroom Hill Zone Act 1 again. Uh, and Knuckles just... So- I guess Knuckles just, just throws it, and it blows up. He uh, throws it by the axe. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, dusts himself off, he falls down a pit into the Chaos Chamber, and he hears the voice of Archimedes. He thinks at first because of the robots that it's Robotnik, but Archimedes says, no, that's not, I'm not Sonic and I'm not Robotnik. It's kind of implying that he was the voice that Knuckles was following before, too. Yeah. And the other yeah. issue. That seems to be the case. Uh, this is just Ken Penders. Yeah. Uh, and Archimedes just says, uh, you haven't learned your lesson yet. You gotta get better at this. When you figure out uh, 
quote, that you are capable of seeing the answer within the question, he'll reveal himself. <laughs> so, that's it. Uh, Knuckles spends the rest of the day wondering what the fuck that was. Me too, Knuckles. And... Me too, Knuckles. <laughs> yeah. And that evening, in the under a large moon, uh, Vector shows up to say, Hey, what's up, dude? Uh, and Knuckles just tells him about how he can't think of an answer to this Archimedes guy. Uh, and we get a little advertisement. And you can watch Knuckles solve this puzzle and learn more about Vector in the upcoming Knuckles Chaotix special. See our full page ad for details. And that's the end of the comic because the person who scanned this doesn't include any sort of ad for that. Uh, the person who scanned this says I don't leave an advertisement. Yeah. Uh, I'm just real quick going to check the reading order just to make sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's eventually going to be a Knuck Knuckles Chaotic special. That'll be like two episodes of Archie Sonic from now. We're going to go through some uh, regular issues and then the Tales miniseries. And after that, uh, we'll talk about Knuckles Chaotix. Uh, but until then, uh, we have questions from the Ask Zone. And the Twitter. We uh, have one on the Twitter also. Yeah. If you want to send in a question... You can either do it uh, in response to our ask posts on the Sonic Shuffle Twitter, at ShuffleSonic, or you can answer them anytime at your leisure in the Discord channel Ask Zone in our Discord, uh, which, which is included on the Twitter and in the show notes of every single episode. So... Our first question, which is on Twitter, uh, it's a series of questions from Jasmine Marsh, at Pidmon, uh, friend of the show, question asker of many shows, host of uh, Stranger's Fiction, uh, interstitial GM, etc. And she asks, if Superform is a Dragon Ball Z ripoff, are the Chaos Emeralds Kryptonite ripoffs? Uh, additionally... What individual effects would the Chaos Kryptonite give for each color? And does this make Shadow Luthor? Hmm. Hmm. I don't think they're Kryptonite ripoffs because they actually power yeah. you up. And Kryptonite yeah. just yeah, kills you. Yeah, it's the opposite. Like very famously, yeah, very famously, Luthor gets cancer yeah. from the kryptonite and i don't think the chaos right well that. i guess different kryptonites do different things though the green the but green all, one's yeah. like the one that is the normal one that makes him normal <laughs> and not super yeah. anymore but like all of them have like different effects that are all like bad yeah like i think one makes him evil i wonder if like Jasmine just saw this and thought we were talking about the UK Sonic comics because one of the things I know about that is the Chaos Emeralds in there do do like negative things that are bad for you. 
Oh. I don't remember if there are specific effects, but like we know, we famously know that Supersonic in that continuity is being twisted by the power of the emeralds. Well then. So I maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I honestly don't have any answers. I don't know enough about Kryptonite. Same. Uh yeah. I watched Justice League when I was like 19. And that's about the extent of my knowledge on this. I mostly remember, uh, like, Red Kryptonite from, like, Crypto the Superdog. Yeah. yeah, I think it turns you evil, right? No, the red one does uh, weird shit. It just does different stuff oh. every time. Okay. I think I think one of them makes you evil, I know but I don't think it's red. I think one of them makes you evil. I think, like, yeah. yeah. I think it's, like, blue Kryptonite. Uh, I'm gonna look this I up. guess you could, you like... I don't know. Like, the one thing that's coming to my mind about, like, different forms of chaos is, like, the chaos gods from, like, the Warhammer series. Where, like, there's one that represents war and violence. There's one that represents, like, uh, excess. Uh, there's one for disease, and there's one for just change. There's chaos uh, emeralds for all of the um, Magnus Archives entities. Yeah. To me. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what happens. Oh? Oh, I'm on the wiki for Kryptonite, and Red Kryptonite has unexpected consequences, which varies from turning into a dragon, excessive hair growth, gaining telepathy, etc. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Yes. This must be like This must be like some weird silver age shit. But it was used like, in Crypto the Superdog too cuz I remember he switches bodies yeah. because of Red huh. Kryptonite. Okay. This is a, a an episode just, I remember. It just makes it just makes you either become a dragon or grow hair, whatever it's feeling that day. Mhm. This wiki's uh, a lot longer than I thought it was. I'm not reading all of these. <laughs> yeah, fuck That's that. That's fair. It is it is taking from uh, near, from like three quarters of a century of comics. Well, I guess like 90 years by this point. I don't know. Long time. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling through this and I stopped at one and all it says is Kryptonite mm -hmm. Plus. So, you know, Kryptonite has its own streaming service. Yeah, now. uh... So, uh, let's read the Discord questions. Our first question comes in from Drashura, who asks, What method would you prefer to cook and prepare a hedgehog? I would. Uh, I probably wouldn't. Mm. <laughs> I, like, I'm... Know, yeah, slow roasted would probably yeah. be. Yeah. Alright. I I'm, feel like I'm not like... It'd be gamey, right? Like, I don't think it'd I'm be very honest, good. I don't know. I don't know the flavor profile of yeah, hedgehog. I, I will barbecue. say... Barbecue hedgehog. Like, yeah, probably barbecue. Saw there's some barbecue sauce so on that. So that it doesn't matter what it like, tastes like. Yeah. Yeah, marinated yeah. in some in some nice uh, barbecue yeah. for like a few hours. Oof. I will say I'm not like against eating weird animals because like there's like a lot of cultures that 
eat animals that we Westerners don't eat. So, like, I don't know. If someone knows how to make good hedgehog, I'll take their word on it, I guess. I feel like it's uh, not, like, even that weird. I just don't think it would taste very good. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe okay. I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of those animals are iffy. Right. Yeah. Uh, I try it. Yeah. Uh, Shura also asks, How fucked up is it that Knack the Weasel is actually a Jerboa mouse? Uh, so yeah, uh, so, well, not, not quite Jerboa Mouse, but actually Jerboa Wolf, but anyways, yeah, I looked this up, I looked this up, so, yeah, uh, he's not even a rat? So, like, some, yeah, like, some years ago, well, I guess I'll start from square one, uh, Knack the Weasel's Japanese name is Fang the Sniper. Knack the Weasel is, like, a name created by, like, uh, I guess whoever wrote the... I assume whoever at Sega of America wrote the instruction guide to Sonic Triple Trouble. Uh, so, like, because of this, there was, like, some discussion among Japanese fans a couple years back, like, what is Fang the Sniper actually supposed to be because a sniper is not an animal? So... Someone contacted uh, the designer of uh, of this uh, character, who is Toma. Uh, let me just... Yeah. Uh, Shinichi Higashi, a.k.a. Toma, who explained in a Japanese tweet that uh, Feng, Feng the Sniper was, uh, was inspired by a Jerboa. Specifically, like, Jerboa wolves, uh... Jerboas and wolves, I think. Yeah, I was like... Oh, yeah, Jerboa. Because Jerboa's a rodent, so I was like, I don't know what a Jerboa wolf is, but... Maybe, maybe it's just Jerboas. I think this wiki is assigning things that aren't in this tweet. Uh, but anyways. Yeah, uh, he's a Jerboa. Uh, and they train... And, like, because, I don't know... Maybe there were some translation issues between the creation of this character and it being brought to the States. But we, you know, they did not to be like, oh, they have to look like the animal that they're based off yeah. of. Because, you know, a lot Sonic of them don't. Sonic barely looks, looks like nothing. a hedgehog. Yeah, Knuckles looks nothing like an echidna. But if you're going to do something weird like a Jerboa, make that man look like Jerboa. It's got the long ears and that's about it. Give him those messed up legs. I want those legs, yes! I love the little weird kangaroo legs that Jerboa have. Like, come on! Make him look like a roadrunner. Yeah, I think... Like, they... D- I don't remember the degree to which this is canon, but I think because of the hat and the origin, he's, like, vaguely Australian, maybe? Uh, oh yeah, I figured that part. Yeah. Uh but yeah, uh we will at I I guess yeah, he's a Jerboa. And like I know that over the course of the comics history, I know Ian Flynn especially likes coming up with all of these like Sonic style anthros that are just like based on the most obscure animals possible, since like 
I mean, we've already got a character based on an echidna. Why not? Right. Uh, there's actually... Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, that's Snack's deal. Uh, it is wild. Uh, it is surprising that this got... I guess it's not too surprising that he's a Jerboa because... Like we said, like I said earlier, there's already an animal based on an echidna. Also, why not make it weird? He doesn't look like a weasel uh, anyway. He just looks like yeah something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, just something. Yeah, he just looks like cartoon animal. Yeah. Uh. Our next question comes in from Flutterdark, who asks. What makes you think you can control an ancient god to do your bidding? Obviously referring to uh, Robotnik's tendency to go with plots in the uh, 2000s era where he tries to control an ancient god to do his bidding. Oh, I thought it had to do uh, with the dinosaurs. Nah, nah. Uh, yeah. Well, first of all, I'm hot, so they would right. have to. Right. Gods love hot people. Um, uh, yeah. probably, uh, some sort of, uh, wily trickery. Uh, some, uh, that's how people tend to control gods in stories. Uh, I, I roll a 20 on my, uh, deception check. Uh, yeah. I would, um... They would see what a funny little guy I am, and they're I would like, befriend them and I ask can't wait them to do, what, do you say. what I wanted. I'd be their right. first friend. That would be nice. Power of friendship. Hell yeah. Uh, Power of friendship, friendship is strong stuff. Uh, it's not to be messed with. Um... That's how Sora gets ancient gods yeah. to do what he wants. That's like my only power anyway. I'm not very um strong. I don't know. Mm. Or trickery. Uh yeah, I'm not like Yeah, I'm clever not clever enough. enough. Yeah, I'm not clever enough to trick people into right. things, so So I'm just like uh, Would you please maybe do this for me? Yeah. Uh <laughs> Violet, Kitty Cat Herder, Kitty the Cat asks if you could design a confusing Sonic OC to be introduced in the modern comics, what species would they be, and what would their specialty be? By confusing, I mean like Fox the Serval, King of the Wallaby, etc. Hmm. hmm. That's a good oh. question. Hmm. Let me think. Actually, this is something that's very simple and very mm -hmm. I would do mantis the shrimp, mostly because mantis shrimp are not mantises nor shrimp. That's a good one. Are you saying a mantis fried this shrimp? Hmm. Are you saying mantis fried this shrimp? Um, and I don't know what his gimmick would be other than being a mantis shrimp. And they would be like, are you a shrimp? And he'd be like, no. Actually, now that I think about it, like... Like, of the various original characters... It's generally, they generally have more to their design that makes it, makes them look like the animal they're supposed to be. So that's worth thinking about. Does uh, Fox the Serval look a little bit like a fox, though, or no? Like, I know it's a serval, but. 
Hmm. I'm about to look up this dude. Yeah, like... Fox? Probably the most confusing design of the characters of the IDW comics is, like, Dr. Starline, who is a platypus. Oh, hell yeah. But the only, the only like, major hell platypus yeah. feature is, like, I think he has, like, a beak and maybe a... Actually, let me look up this dude. Just making sure whether or not he has, like, a weird tail. I would be, uh, um... The first thing I thought of was Skunk the Walrus, so there you go. I guess there's already a uh, walrus, though, because Rotor's a walrus, but... Hell yeah. Right. He doesn't have a weird tail, it's a... Yeah, but his name will be Skunk the Walrus, but he will be mm. a skunk. The walrus will mean nothing uh, to his name. I'm thinking, like... Hmm... Skunk the Crow. Uh, <laughs> Caddy the Fox, <laughs> who goes by the moniker of the Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Add, like, a main wolf character, because main wolves also aren't wolves. Yeah. Right. Alright. Uh, and he's just excessively tall. Mm-hmm. Uh... That wraps up our questions oh, for this God. week. Yes. So. Them legs. Hmm. Cool. Uh oh, are you talking about like those weird, uh, those? Are you talking about those wolves that have like the big long legs or? Yeah, the crazy long legs that just go miles. I. Yeah, the ones they got the gams. The first. I've heard them described as an animal that looks like it was drawn wrong in real life. Yes. I love I the love first it. thing I find when I look them up is, The main wolf is a large canine of South America. It markings resembles a fox, but is neither a fox nor a wolf. These things are just enigmas. Wonderful. <laughs> Why do you look like that? Yeah, so... Yeah, let us roll for next week. Uh, that is a six, which is sad. I am again. Oh, sure. I guess we can't escape. Just, it's I. I'd rather be that than Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. They just really want us to talk about Sally, although we did not talk about Sally very much in this. She is there. Yeah, but. <laughs> she is only there for a few seconds, though, to say, hey, guys, do you she's... know about this floating island? And then be like, yeah, we saw it. Yeah, she's mostly in the background. Or part of an ensemble. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we'll be probably going through episodes four and five of season one of Sad AM. Which I'm fine with. Uh, so. Uh... With that, uh, let's take it to the close. Um, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. You can find my Twitter at biggerchallenge. You can find my podcasts, which are uh, Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, we have started discussion of season two. Uh, 
the epi- the first episode of season two will be up by the time you he- hear this. You can listen to uh, Stranger's Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. Uh, they're in the process of uploading a... Uh, a uh, m- the interstitial actual play. Also, I'm planning on running a one-shot in two weeks at the start of June, but themed around Pride, where we will be playing bu- the game Exceptionals by Gar Atkins, a.k.a. Sahoni, which is a X-Men game about being an oppressed class of mutants. Uh, you can... Yeah. Uh, you can also listen to uh, video game... The movie, the podcast, uh, which is a or videos game or video games, the movie, the podcast. It's pro video games. I just said, uh, anyways, it's a video game movie podcast. I do it with my friend Maxi Satan. Uh, we will be discussing the Ur video game movie, the Super Mario Brothers movie, and if all goes according to plan. It should be available to listen uh, the same day this goes up. Uh, It might be off by a few days. Depends on how long it takes for me to edit this and that. But anyways. uh, And I guess after that we'll decide on what comes next. Um, We're probably going to be talking about a Sonic movie because June is in fact the 30th anniversary of the release of the original Sonic the Hedgehog for the Sega Genesis. Uh, so, uh, besides that, there is at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And, uh, I guess, uh, Happy Pride Month, Xbox. That'll be the week after this goes up. Uh, which also is like, Yugi Moto's birthday, the Cup of Greed, Ronald Reagan Death Day, and uh, yeah, there's just like a whole bunch of stuff at the start of June. I'll talk. There's a whole lot to celebrate in June. Yeah, Yugi Moto um, himself killed Ronald Reagan. Yeah, good for him. Uh, as a birthday treat. He did it for uh, my birthday Ron- too, because my birthday's at the end of May, so. Yeah, Yami defeated Ronald Reagan in a in a Yami no game, and saved saved America. I guess. Uh, okay. That's what they did in the fourth season. Yeah. While stopping in America, they stopped and killed Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Uh. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, Morg, where can we find you? You can find me at Haunting the Morg on Twitter. That's Haunting the M-O-R-G. You can also find me on my other podcast. This time, for real, it actually updated. Uh, Departure Lounge. a um, An airplane-based hunter, ex-hunter watch podcast. Where I go through it for the first time with my two co-pilots who've seen it before. Um, yes, we... I. The episode I put up, I believe, is, like, it's all Heaven's Arena. It's probably, like, the first part of it. 
Um, I'm a little, like, jumbled up just because we have recorded to, uh, like, the la- like, we're four episodes to the end of the York New City arc, so it's all, like, everything's messed up. But yes, and it's good, it's funny, I'm gonna try to be a little bit more, um, regular at updating, but also, it's okay, because the fact that the creator of Hunter... Hunter is also taking a break makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, if anything we've learned from Hunter Hunter's creation process is that if you overwork yourself, you will be in constant pain. So you know what? Sometimes it's good to take a hiatus. <laughs> Why don't you talk about your own Hunter X Hunter stuff? Devin. Oh, our, our one that is also in hiatus? Um... I also have a Hunter Hunter podcast called Going Well Hunting. Um, we have no theme other than just talking about random shit that does not relate to Hunter Hunter every episode. Uh, we are currently on Haze because moving sucks. And yeah, you can find that at Going Well Hunting on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me at Groovin Gasly on Twitter. Great. Mm-hmm. And you can find us at uh, Shuffle Sonic on Twitter. Or at, at, ugh. you know what I said, at Shuffle Sonic on Twitter. It's in the show notes. Uh, you can, you can also visit our Discord server, which is also in the show notes, as well as on the Twitter. Uh, join the discussion. Um, there's been a bit more, dis- a little bit more discussion lately because, uh, some of the, cause uh, Keith is going through Sonic Adventure two and, uh, uh, showing off their chow. Uh, They're very cute. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, uh, you can find us at noisespace. Dot x y z, a podcast incubator, home to many wonderful programs, including this one. And some of the shows that we've already mentioned. Uh, like... And on this week's, uh, alphabetical shout-out list is Jurgenit. It is a, uh, podcast hosted by the, bro- the brothers Sam and Jordan Canning, where they talk about the secret life of the American teenager and awful awful teen drama question mark uh created by the seventh heaven creator uh god it sure is it went for it sure is the seventh heaven Mm -hmm. creator yeah uh it is an amazing podcast i've only listened to a bit of it but it is completed it's Uh, really good um they don't like to necessarily talk about it because the show is so bad but it's just a very yeah. good podcast. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, eventually, uh, like they go through all five seasons of the show, and then they do a sixth season where they read fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good uh, stuff. It. Yeah. Uh. Well, pr- they're actually both doing a show now called Kyle X Y. That's W H Y about Kyle X Y, another ABC Family show, which I'll probably be shouting out in like two weeks. 
So, for now, listen to Jerkin' It. It's great. And join their Discord server. It's also great. Uh, you, they have fanfic readings they do of other Secret Life fanfiction. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, and, as always, Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend. He is the only blue live that matters. And the only red one that matters Damn. is Knuckles. Then red line. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. <laughs>